Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Name Three Songs. I'm Sarah Fagan. And I'm Jenna Millian. And this is the podcast where we take the piss and debunk music fan stereotypes. Because let's be honest, fangirls knew about that band way before you did. And if you stick around long enough, we'll also let you in on some new music the girls are already crazy about. So Jenna, what are we discussing today? If you listened to our last two Sunday episodes, I was all about One Direction Part 1 and Part 2. And today, we are excited to continue this conversation about One Direction. But this time, we are bringing on three fan experts to discuss their thoughts and feelings on the topic. We had a really in-depth conversation um, with three fans named... Emily, Emily, and Lindsay. And we talked all things from their reaction to Zane leaving to the hiatus being announced to then the post-band personas and like newfound ideas of who the boys were, like once they were able to like discover themselves outside of the band. Um, and it's it's honestly like a really eye-opening because Jenna and I are both big One Direction fans, but we were never part of the fandom. It was just always something that we just loved within ourselves and we're like not really part of the community. Um, and Jenna, I mean, what did you get out of the conversation that we had today? It was really fun. I'm like, honestly, my favorite part is kind of like hearing the reactions and hearing their stories of what they remember like on one hand and then also mm-hmm. like what they love about each of them now uh, or just their opinions on each person now because um, it's really clear talking to them how much they they love the music yeah it's 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 really nice hearing from people especially like five years out from when one direction was active and like knowing that they still care so much about these members and i feel like it just goes to show that like there is life post boy band because I feel like a lot of boy band members think like once it's over it's over and there's like no really coming back from it but I mean there are cases like that um where that's like all they're ever known for but there also are cases where that's not the case and I just think that we we had a really interesting discussion about like the way that they've all sort of handled One Direction post and like the way that they talk about One Direction post um and I think that was my favorite part of just hearing how they feel like the guys have handled the fact that the boy band days are over. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We're really excited to talk to all of you. Um, So we kind of want to kick it off first, get to know a little bit about you guys. So can you tell us your name, age, how long you've been a 1D fan, and your favorite member, if you have one? Okay, my name is Emily. Um, I'm 20. I've been a One Direction fan since 2011, so like nine years. And my favorite is Louie. I'm Emily. I'm 20 years old. I've been a One Direction fan since the beginning. 10 years, baby. And uh, my favorite member used to, I was a Nile girl. And then I realized that I listened to Harry more than I do Nile now. So Harry for now. I'm Lindsay. I am 20 as well. And I've been like an on again, off again One Direction fan 
So whenever they kind of first came to the U.S., I got like really, really into it. And then I like started liking other people. I'm a huge Big Time Rush fan. So whenever the whole thing with One Direction and Big Time Rush went on, I went with Big Time Rush. Um, my favorite has always been like Niall and Louie, but I'm more of a hairy girl now. So it's, it's all three of them. <laughs> Can you also tell us like how you all originally found out about 1D and what kind of like what you really loved about them and why you ended up being kind of a you know really big into one direction versus just like a casual listener okay well um my sister like we had just moved our like house or whatever and i just remember seeing on the tv like my sister was like oh hey like there's this new boy band i think you'll like and she showed them to me and i remember being like ew that's so ugly like don't ever show this to me again but then after she said that i like ran upstairs to like look up like one direction um funniest moments and ever since then i was hooked completely (laughs) i i remember i saw them sing porn on youtube at my school computer lab and i was like come on (laughs) no way and then i came home and i was like i begged i was like hey, can you please get the channel so that I can watch them every week? And my mom was so mad at me. She was like, that's so much money. How dare you ask me to do that? But then she got it and she lived through it. And she paid the extra, I think like 40 bucks a month for that European channel. But anything to make me happy. And it was my household. So that's amazing. I, yes. And then, yeah, I just started watching them from there. And then as they got bigger, like it just like became a bigger kind of like obsession but then in like high school, once they separated, I was like, oh, I guess it's time to go. Yeah, for me, um, I had a cousin who was really into them. And they're like, Lindsay, listen to them. And I'm like, no, I have big time rush. This is all I want to focus on. And so I saw them perform on the Kids' Choice Awards. And then they had the episode of iCarly that they were on right afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're kind of cute. And then I saw Louie and I was like, yep. <laughs> yep and so like Emily did I went and watched like the funniest moments on YouTube and I was like yep okay I see it now Damn. <laughs> I love that I just like I honestly don't even remember how I found out about them I just remember like really vividly and we like talked about this already Jenna but I remember when the that's a Macy Beautiful music video came out and I was at an internship and I had to like close myself into this like intern closet that I was <laughs> that they put me in because they like I was like a photo intern at Seventeen magazine and they put me in a prop closet with a computer and one other intern and I just closed this in there and I just sobbed <laughs> I just was like they're so cute and Louie looks so French for no reason it's <laughs> just like it's just like the funniest memory and then I went home and my best friend came over and me and her and my sister like danced in the basement to this music video for like two hours and I like don't know what led to this like I cannot remember but I just remember that day really vividly my also since Sarah said her story my experience of discovering One Direction was on Tumblr and like I followed like British girls on Tumblr and I would see them reblogging photos of like just all of them all the time. And I was like, what is this? So I went to YouTube and like found their performance of like total eclipse of the heart. And they were dressed like zombies. And I was like, this ain't for me. (laughs) I was just like, nah. And I didn't know it was like the Halloween episode. So they were all in costume. I thought that was just their thing. (laughs) And then like later on Tumblr, once I realized that was just a one-time thing, then I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> oh my God. It was it was the makeup. The makeup, it's the like, like, bloodshot eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Sarah kind of already mentioned this, but like on our last two episodes, we were talking about how the media has portrayed the members of One Direction, both as a boy band and then as individuals in their solo career and just kind of comparing and contrasting how the media talks about them. So we're going to start with kind of like a general discussion question to get y'all's thoughts on this. So do you think they were not or are not taken as seriously as solo artists because of being in One Direction? have been able to change their perception I feel like in One Direction it was never the music it was always them so seeing how now when they do interviews and they actually talk about their music it's such a change because I remember in One Direction they went on like Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel and it was never like oh you just released an album it was always like oh my god ha 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 your personality so now seeing that Harry's like oh I'm so excited about my album and like seeing Louis talk about his music like I think that's how they change their perception of themselves to the public but I feel like a lot of people like especially like men and like older people they still aren't giving them as much of a chance because oh they were in like this silly little boy band that like all these girls love and they never take like um what girls like seriously mm-hmm. so I think they are turning it around because like when you look into like a, a YouTube video comments of them like doing a cover or something you'll see like an older man be like, oh my gosh, I never gave them a chance, but they're actually really good. Like, and then that gives them like the validation of like, oh, they're actually a good artist. Yeah, I agree. Like I have people in my life that are like, oh yeah, I won't listen to them just because they were in a boy band. And like, I didn't get to know them personally. Cause like in interviews, it was always like, not all the boys had equal amount of speaking time. So I feel like in their solo interviews now, like you really get to know their personality. And so you can find the one that you kind of, like vibe with the most and you're like oh I'll go check out his music or stuff but yeah I have people in my life they're like I didn't want to listen to them strictly because they're in one direction but then they give them a chance they're like oh they're more than the boy band stigma or or whatever yeah and I feel like there's a big issue like in just the music industry in general like there are artists like Taylor Swift where one like reviewer will be like Mm -hmm. oh now they finally like she's finally released like x album like now we can take her seriously and then other ones will be like no it's still a joke and then like with folklore it was like oh wow look what she's done and it was the same thing with like justin bieber when he released like whatever his most recent album was but people were like oh we can take him seriously now and it's like why do you not take something seriously just because it's like sugary pop that girls like i don't it's that's always what's bothered me though is the whole like you need male validation I don't even think that a lot of artists need the male validation but like the men think that they do and so they're like I'm validating you please say thank you here's your validation cookie (laughs) and then something else that Sarah and I also talked about a lot was um and you guys all touched on this was uh them being interviewed as One Direction it was always Mm -hmm. just like super it's always like superficial questions they're just like not really getting to know them and also not really taking their music seriously or asking them really outrageous stuff like that question that harry got about like how many people he'd slept with when he's like 18 or 19 at the time that's the one thing is like we were watching like when we were doing research like a lot of the interviews even after they had announced the hiatus and like they obviously were releasing and like they announced the album and so that's why they're doing interviews but they're still asking them like oh like are you guys friends like do you do you guys like try and like go out with fans and it's like dudes they literally just announced a hiatus and the last album that they are saying that they're like writing on I don't understand and so I mean as people who are because like Jenna and I were never like 
in within the fandom it was just always like we really liked them and just like if our another friend did it was really exciting but otherwise we didn't really have people to talk about this with so like as people who are active like in the fandom like when those type of interviews were coming out like was there a discussion about it like within like your friends group and stuff I feel like we we I feel like on because I'm I'm more of like a tumblr person like that's where my like fandom area was yeah um on there everybody used to talk about how like can you guys please like we would celebrate or we would like scream about how like yes this interviewer finally talked about their music because this is like like they even one direction like in their interviews and stuff they would say like oh i hate the i hate the question of like like those stupid questions of like oh what type of like superhero power would you have like this is so annoying and you can tell in their interviews like that they were kind of like annoyed at everything yeah no definitely I think that I mentioned that to you Jenna when there was one that we were watching with like Harry and Niall and I was like Niall just keeps rolling his eyes (laughs) I'm just like these (laughs) these poor boys okay do you think that the media narrative around Zayn leaving One Direction gave him a better chance at commercial success because he quit the band rather than staying in it until it dissolved. Oh, I think 100%. Because, like, I feel like right when he left, all eyes were on him. And he, like, because of that, like, he put out his album, like, what, like, a year later? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was, like, exactly. I don't, don't quote me on that one. Like, almost. He put it out exactly a year later. And then, like, like obviously people, like, all eyes are on him. They want to see how well he's doing. And that that album was a hit. It really was like that album was beautiful and like there was a lot of response to that like the discussion that jenna and i were having was that zane was given the persona by like modest management of being like the bad boy and mysterious that he like kind of leaned into because he was just like well whatever i'm just gonna like let that happen especially and like he acknowledged it like in that the fader interview that he did which was his first solo interview (laughs) but because of that it felt like even though he was like, oh, I'm going to like go on a break and like maybe come back, maybe not, whatever the deal is with that. Um, and then he came back and like fully leaned in even harder on this like mysterious bad boy like angle, even though he was like shitting on the fact that they gave him that angle. How did you guys like as fans feel about him sort of choosing to continue to take a route that it seemed like they didn't actually want? I feel like Lindsay has an opinion. I want to hear it. I mean, I was... When that Fader interview came out and he was kind of like, yeah, the music was generic as yeah. generic as fuck. Everybody was like, uh, what? And so I, like, the excitement behind, like, his music, I was really excited. I was like, okay, so what are you going to put out? Like, what's what's going to happen now? Like, what route are you going to take? And yeah, I love it. So, yeah, I just, I mean, I was shocked, but not shocked at the same time. Um, did you have any thoughts about kind of like Zayn leaving and just what happened? I mean, Zayn leaving, I'm glad he did because then I wouldn't have gotten Mind of Mine and that soundtrack. He did, in fact, drop it on March 25th, the day he announced that he was leaving One Direction in 2016. Exactly that day. The audacity. All men have is the audacity to do that. And it was so disrespectful. But when I heard the album, please, you're gonna, you can't deny the talent. Why deprive yourself of joy? Yeah. Listen to the music and enjoy it and there's people to this day that will literally be like i'm not listening to zayn's music okay then leave 
Like, there's no problem with that. You can solely admit that, but you can't deny that the talent that he wanted to um, produce from himself was like not limited in one direction. That man did not get a single piece of writing credit in a song unless it was all of them. And that's so sad. Like he talks about like one of the songs on Icarus Falls was supposed to be on an album for one on four and he was not allowed to release it. Like Modest said no or the management had said no. Yeah. It's just like that's the thing is like he's clearly so talented and like that was the thing that always made me personally like not be able to actually get mad like that mad at him even though I was like Mm -hmm. upset the way that he talked about like being in the boy band and like it's just like he clearly had the talent because all the music that he released was really good and also music that like I've had guy friends who just were like oh yeah like this song came up on shuffle and it like turned out to be Zayn and I'm like now listen to all of his music and like they wouldn't like I don't know if they wouldn't have otherwise but just the fact that they're like he's really talented and I'm like yeah of course he's really talented like how would they have like come so far if he wasn't like I don't I don't get it yeah no yeah I have guy friends like from high school that were like like, did you hear Zayn's album and I was like hold on you were the one that was telling me that he sucked how dare you (laughs) go ahead go ahead and listen to it um no, but, like, in One Direction, like, seeing Zayn just act so, like, being mysterious took away from anyone seeing him as being sad, and then yeah. when he actually talked about it, everyone was like, oh, you were upset? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man, like, I'm sorry, but, like, seeing him now, like, he just looked so much happier mm-hmm. than yeah. he ever did in One Direction, unless it was Take Me Home. That man looked hysterically happy, and then the rest of it went to shit yeah i guess so do you guys have any thoughts on that as far as like him leaving the band um did you see it coming did you feel betrayed did you understand where he was coming from Lindsay? I, I don't think anyone saw it coming like i remember sitting in class and getting like thought like getting a notification from twitter like someone retweeted it i was like wait what so but then like looking back on it like you can I'm, like he did it for his own good like he he wasn't happy and like why continue something if you're not happy so I mean yeah. I'm glad that he did it when he did for his mental health and then hearing like how like the management kind of like made him do stuff that he didn't want to do and it's like oh I feel like crap now that I just kind of like it just slid by and we didn't know but I mean if he didn't leave I don't think we would ever have known yeah. about that stuff maybe I feel like because the way that he left was really like weird because it was in the middle of a tour like he left like in the middle of the eight I think it was it, yeah it was the Asian um leg of the tour and it was like the Jakarta show that like that was when it happened or something yeah it was out of nowhere like that the announcement came because they kept saying that he would come back that he would come back and he would continue the tour but no it was like that was it and I, I remember being mad and like the trade I had like the idea like the conspiracy that like oh my gosh this is all fake but he's gonna come back this is just like this is, this is just like a nightmare or something but no it never happened and I just had to like face the fact that like oh he wasn't actually happy and like that might be I think that part like opened our eyes to like all of the other boys like yeah what if they're not happy and then yeah well that's the thing that I've always found like kind of sad about being in like a boy band or like just being a pop artist that's kind of just like whisked up and like thrown into the spotlight is that like unless you're creating music that's actually about like mental health 
like it's just never really talked about it's never just like oh like can you like discuss like this song and like why it's like covering this topic or whatever and I just feel like they're never allowed to like be real people that they just continuously have to be that persona that management gives them yeah I agree I feel like that would also tarnish like One Direction's image because they wanted to be seen as like a happy like five boys happy all the time so they were kind of like their management didn't want them to speak out about like mental health and stuff like that because they didn't want to ruin the image and the appeal to teenagers like young teenagers because I remember I like I didn't really pay attention to any of that stuff I mean just going off of that you know how Zane announced in March and then in like August the guys are like we're going on hiatus Mm -hmm. did you expect that something like that would happen so quickly in the wake of Zane or were you expecting that they were going to be able to continue as a four piece everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I expected it. I think hearing how Zayn, like, like right when Zayn left that part of the tour, I was like, well, yeah, he's not coming back. Why would he? What's the yeah. point? Like, to continue that, like, you just don't seem happy. Like, in the Where We Are tour, they were like, he passed out. And I was like, oh. Hold on, why'd y'all leave this in here? Um, that was not necessary. But I think seeing Zayn leave literally was the catapult for them to be like, well, yeah, I think we just deserve a break. And that break obviously was just, it was written in their, in their stars, I think. Yeah, especially because, like, they were tour, they did, yeah. what was it? Five albums and four tours. Was it four tours? in like five years like they should have been exhausted so it was like it was like obviously they were just gonna have to take a break like even thinking of that like five albums five years like they were recorded like they they never got time to like sit and just like enjoy it I feel like they enjoyed it more like whenever they were outside of it like outside looking in they're like oh we did a lot um yeah no I, I, I was, wasn't surprised that, like, literally five months later, that they're like, yeah, we're kind of done. So. Do y'all remember kind of, like, the announcement of the hiatus 
like what were your reactions and what do you think about how the media portrayed it? Wasn't yeah, there an article, like one of the first articles about the hiatus, the sun released, it was like, this is the end. Yeah. Whenever they announced, <laughs> the hiatus was announced, I was like, wait, hold on. You said it's a break. Not that it's the end. I was, I was scared. I was like, but again, not surprised because I mean, you lost a very important member and, but I don't know. I was just, I was sad, really, really sad, but I like I seeing remember. him happy now. I remember like leading up to the actual announcement, there were so many like um, rumors about it going around. And I remember One Direction themselves were like tweeting like, oh, we're not going anywhere. We're not doing a hiatus, blah, blah, blah. But then like a month later, it was like, oh, hey, we're doing a, hi a hiatus. Like, um, I, rem I remember like being in denial. I was like, no, like, this isn't happening. But then like, after it happened and after that that one X Factor performance, like their last performance together, I was like, well, that's it. <laughs> like, what else am I gonna do? I think the media just made it seem like, yeah, they're done and you guys can like cry about it. Like I remember coming home <laughs> and like CNN was covering, is One Direction breaking up? Girl, this is CNN. What are y'all doing? First of all, <laughs> what is, girl, don't you have bigger fish to fry? And I, I remember going on E News. I would go, oh, like my mom watches um the Mexican news like Univision, and it was like One Direction's gonna break up. Girl, there was no need to put that on national TV. Let the tabloids handle that. I don't know why that was on there. Um, but seeing it like play out in the media, like, and even Niall tweeted, he was like, We're not breaking up, we're going on a hiatus. And I was like, You're such a liar, bro. You're <laughs> let it go. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, I think I just was like, yeah, I mean, they deserve it. I was sad, but seeing like four tours in four exact years, like they weren't home for like 200 days of the year. I can only Im yeah. imagine what that did to like their mental health. And that's so upsetting. <laughs> so since they like announced their hiatus and then they announced like their final album, do you feel like their final album got like the recognition it deserved or do you feel like it was kind of just overshadowed by the fact that they were going on hiatus i feel like it was definitely overshadowed i feel like made in the am did not get the credit it deserved that's it yeah i, just, I don't i agree i don't made listen to AM that album until album. Day and oh wait what did you say Girl, just uh, because you like four i love four but made in the am like <laughs> I don't like it as much as I thought I would, but I think that's because like hearing the hiatus, I was like, girl, what's, they're not going to tour the album. So yeah. me listening to it, I, I'm, no, that's why Justin Bieber defeated y'all. And that's just me. No. Oh, Made in the AM is my favorite. I, I'll defend that album to the death. Like Louie has so many writing credits on that album and mm -hmm. end of the day is on that album. I love that album so uh -huh. much. And yeah, it was one like it was definitely overshadowed by the hiatus. Like nobody paid attention to it. I think yeah. it was probably the the lowest like ranking one too. Mm -hmm. In terms of like selling, don't quote me on that though. Yeah. I think I saw no, it, it somewhere. It was the day that it dropped. I think um, Purpose dropped that same day, and Purpose sold I think a hundred thousand more units. Mm -hmm than Made in the AM did. And it was like this big thing where people were like, what are you going to listen to first? And so many people were like, I'm listening to Purpose. And I was like, oh, hold on. Y'all switched that coin real fast. Ooh. Well, I remember that 
in a lot of interviews they were like oh you have an album coming out the same day as justin bieber and they're like we don't control it it's not some like yeah. beef battle oh i remember that their their snapchat video because i remember um justin bieber he made a video that was like oh the face you make when um you're releasing like that uh, an album the same day as justin bieber and he like did a like weird face and Louie and Liam did the same thing on their Snapchat to Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, what? <laughs> I know Niall was mad. Well, Niall loves Justin Bieber, doesn't he? Or did at some point. They so. made pasta <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> what did you think of Harry's transition from kind of like this character he was given by management of um, being like the womanizer or like whatever? um into like the Harry that he presents himself as now uh well during he was so uncomfortable with everything about women attention and like being called like the womanizer and stuff like that and it's like I'm glad he's finally being able to be himself he's not a character anymore like he is 100% himself and yeah I'm just happy to see him happy and not I mean like yeah he gets like the women question all the time like who are you dating blah 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 and he's like he's used to it and it's sad that he became used to it does anyone else have thoughts just kind of like the like like what did you see him as like how management portrayed him and then kind of like him finding himself and like figuring out who he wants to be I think in one direction like he was kind of portrayed as like the front man like he was always like in the middle of all the pictures um there were always rumors of him like I remember when the song Don't Let Me Go came out, they were like, oh my gosh, he's gonna, he's leaving One Direction. That's him. Like, that's a solo song, whatever. Um, and I just feel like while he was in One Direction, he had so much, like, attention from everybody, like, going into his life. And everybody knew everything about him. And then right when he stopped, like, right when the hiatus started or right when One Direction stopped, like, that's when he kind of extracted himself, like, completely from, like, the um from like the media and he just started becoming so like silent about everything and he didn't talk on twitter he didn't say anything about his personal life and like i mean we get it because every like everybody was in his life 24 7 like that should be uncomfortable so i feel like it's understandable like how he is now yeah he's very much reserved mm-hmm. from he keeps his personal life personal just off of that like I like do you guys feel like there is like more of a fan portrayed like idea of who Harry is and like if we actually know who Harry is because I've always just found that interesting when like I remember like whatever the last tour was when like fans were getting mad because he hadn't brought like a Black Lives Matter flag up on the stage um yeah and so like do you think that he that they're because obviously, like, it's just an opinion of it, but it's, like, do you feel like sometimes there's parts of him that you're, like, did we make this up, or is this real? Because, like, I feel like I've had that with, like, artists that I've been really passionate about, so I just don't know if that's something you guys feel with Harry, because he's so private. I think 100%. (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, he is a white man. He is a white man, and I feel like he's very, like, he he's I don't want to say like he wants to be ignorant but he's just like you know white men they're like ignorant like to things that aren't right in front of him so like yeah people were so disappointed that he didn't like 
hold up like um a black lives matter flag i remember at my concert we had like post we had a, a project with black lives matter and he did not acknowledge it whatsoever and it was just like okay like i feel like at the end of the day we have to realize that like he's so privileged and like mm -hmm. up there yeah. and rich and white and like all of these things like at one at one point he's gonna disappoint us yeah like seeing people like I remember when he didn't speak on Black Lives Matter for a while and then he posted that one thing and people were like, oh my God, our king, he has spoken. God has spoken, let the floodgates out. And I was like, girl, it's morally correct. Like, I feel like he felt pressured to say something because how was he gonna stay so quiet? And he spoke out about it and people were like, okay, first of all, he didn't even post the right link. So I don't know what he was researching, but he was not educated enough and frankly i mean yeah cool whatever like he posted and i'm so glad that he did because his platform is so big mm -hmm. but to see people praise him over that was kind of just like girl it's what we should all be doing it's the most important thing to do right now like why not why wouldn't he do that because if he didn't it would be a different it would be a different story then we would all be very upset i just remembered that in one of the um in one of the rolling stones articles he said that he didn't find his one thing to like be like super um like the front man of like a, a like a cause or something like that's why he doesn't speak up so much about that is so irritating how can he just be like oh you know what i'll just i those aren't my like my thing so i'm just gonna Wait. put that to the side and i'm just gonna keep doing my own thing like that is so ignorant I feel like with the whole persona that he's created for himself now, I just feel like it'd be so easy just for every single thing that's like bad going on in the world, just tweet a link. Like we know that you don't talk, like you don't have to like make a whole statement. If you just tweet a link and be like, it'd mean a lot if you donated to this and then this, his sign off. Like I feel like that's enough because we already expect yeah. the bare minimum. <laughs> which I know is terrible, yeah. but it's, like, and I feel like that's fine, like, if you want to be famous in the way that he's famous and, like, not, like, when you're not, like, touring or promoting something, like, be sort of in the background, like, I'm totally cool with that, like, I don't care, but, like, if you have Twitter, <laughs> have a phone, like, just post about it, like, it's not that hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I feel like it's so easy for, like, fans that don't know any better to, like, just blame it all on him not wanting to talk to us like oh he just doesn't use his <laughs> social media so why would he like say something like that's not an excuse <laughs> no seeing artists like I compare him a lot to Ariana Grande just in the stature of like when you hear their names you know exactly who they are they're kind of household names yeah. and like seeing her be so active with her team and be like hey go vote hey go do this <laughs> hey here's links like I love that he went to protest it's what he should do you're a <laughs> white man with power you will be okay I promise you, like people were like, he's gonna get deported. I was like, <laughs> he could buy the whole jailhouse. What, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like, where's the disconnect here? Um, but like seeing her be like, hey, here's these links to Black Lives Matter. Here's the Palestine link. Mm -hmm. Here's the Lebanon links. Like she's so active in that fight for people. Mm -hmm. And she's not the front man of it at all, but she just chooses mm -hmm. to be. And to see an artist as big as her with her following, like it just shows that like, it's not that hard. Like, I think that goes along with all of One Direction in general, because mm -hmm. none of them really talk about it at all. Yeah. But they have such a young following. Like if you just tweet something, get people informed. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to make like a big, like you don't have to do exactly what Ariana Grande is doing, but like mm -hmm. something, instead of just staying silent, like you're choosing to stay silent over this. Mm -hmm. When you know, like 
Like I hate saying that people are expecting you to talk, but like people are expecting you to talk. You have a platform, use it for good. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that's always a discussion that comes up when it comes to like celebrities and like celebrity culture and just social media and all that. It's like, they I feel like sometimes they just don't want to acknowledge like how powerful they are but it's like if you're sitting in your like fancy house with your fancy pool like all of your fancy things like how did you get here the mega man yeah like it's just like (laughs) exactly it's like how did you get there you're not poor yeah and like especially with like music like music especially like your fans dictate what happens like if you're an actor and people hate you like if you're good you'll probably still get hired but if you're a musician like your fans dictate whether or not you get to continue living in that house so if, like it's really not that hard to just, like, <laughs> just acknowledge yeah. things but and like this is a, like another topic about it but just like do you feel like it's hard to hold these people accountable because of like the toxic like stan culture behind it all where like the people there's like two factions of fandom where like there are people who are accepting and like welcoming and then there's the other that are just like you said one negative thing about like the fact he painted his fingernails purple like how dare you so like how do you separate that and like know if it's okay to talk about things i think during the time of like the black lives matter thing like if you were on the side of the fandom where you were like, oh my God, that's so good. Like, thank you for speaking out about this. Thanks for the link. People were like, oh my God, yes. Like we're empowering him. Like we're giving him like more to continue posting about it. But if you were on the side where you were like, you could do more, there's mm-hmm. more you could do all of you. There's more you could do. People would be like, how dare you speak out? Now you're going to get mad at him for speaking out. How are you going to get mad at him? Like, why wouldn't you want to keep him going? Girl, he did nothing else. I think there needs to be a balance with that. Mm-hmm like like I understand how like you can do one wrong thing and that's it for you like for some people and um they're the people that are just like oh my gosh he's perfect like I on my on my TikTok I get comments all the time I critique one thing about Harry and the comments are just bombarded with like with oh my gosh he's so perfect I don't understand how you can say this blah 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 like come on we can he's a person like we can say some stuff about him it's okay yeah I feel like people are afraid they're like if I speak out about him like they'll find out he's gonna hate me like he's a person like he's gonna like we can critique he's like he's not perfect yeah we have him on a pedestal but like well I feel like that's also the thing sometimes with like younger fans who just like don't really understand how the world works yet is they just automatically are like I need to defend them like I'm pretty sure that most of these artists who like aren't bad people if you met them and they were like oh i saw you tweeted this thing once they probably would want to like talk about it all right i'm gonna switch up the topic um and let's discuss harry's albums for a minute so i guess like initial reactions and kind of either the first album or the current one whichever um and kind of like how you think are people starting to recognize him as a solo artist are people starting to give him more credit things like that I feel like fine line is definitely getting more credit because it's more radio based because I mean watermelon sugar adore you lights up that they're radio songs and HS1 wasn't that like I'm gonna defend HS1 till I die I love that album and it's but it just wasn't what people were expecting as soon as he came out of One Direction they were expecting like the pop music blah 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 but um I love both I love him I 
I definitely love, like, my favorite album is HS1 Forever and Ever, but I think it is Fine Line. Like, HS1 was more of, like, I feel like it was more for the fans than anything else. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, this is the type of music I'm going to put out now, like, that type of stuff. But then, like, I think I only heard, like, Sign of the Times on the radio, and even then, mm-hmm. it wasn't even, like, a lot. And then um, when Fine Line came out, I hear Adore You. I hear oh, Watermelon Sugar. That song annoys me so much. Now I cannot listen to it. Um, but like, see, like it's overplayed so much now. Do you guys think that maybe that there's the potential that his team were like, we're going to put our hand back into this pot and stir it up a bit because you didn't give us a number one? Like, do you think that they were like, okay, come on? Or do you think that he just was like, maybe I want to make more poppy like music well I think he explained how he um how he felt like he was being a little bit safe and he wasn't like with the first album but like he said that he was more open to the second album and I think this is more his style Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. than HS1 was um so yeah I think they're just gonna keep I I don't want to say they're gonna keep making it but my idea is that like they might just stay along this track yeah yeah because he was like, this is the album that he always wanted to make. So I feel like he's more proud of this work. I'm just going to go off the topic of Harry for one second. And I need to talk about my main man, Louis. So just comparatively speaking, Louis like, took the route of kind of being like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, maybe I'll make music. Maybe I'll like do X Factor. Maybe I'll manage bands. And then when he did make music, it was kind of exactly what everybody, at least personally, like exactly what I expected. Um... But, like, what was your guys' thought on, like, how Louis compared to, like, the other guys handled, like, leaving the band and his decision to, like, wait to, like, make music? And, like, also him talking about the fact that he didn't know if he was going to. I have so much to say about this topic. (laughs) I think, like, in the in the band Louis talked about this he was always the underdog in one direction but he 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 knew how to turn that and make it into like oh I know what I'm good at like since you guys don't think I'm good at singing I know that I'm good at writing so I'm gonna do that and right when like I think Harry Harry was the one that like mentioned the hiatus Mm -hmm. Louis was like I was just starting to get comfortable like I was okay with who I am like at that moment and now we're we're ending it so I think that's where the um the idea of like, oh shoot, I don't know what to do because like obviously that nobody really like cares about my singing, even though we did, we definitely did since we did that whole no control project. <laughs> so I think that's where he was like, okay, maybe I'll do like production and stuff. But then we kept asking and asking, we we're like, please, please, please put something out because we love you so much. And he and he did. And then right when the album or like the promo for like the album that he was putting out like he knew how to spin the narrative and be like yeah I was the underdog like I knew nobody cared about me blah 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 like you know and I'm not saying that like sympathy points aren't like are like the worst things ever but like they knew how to spin that narrative and be like pay attention to him because he's doing something I agree I feel like the media handled Louie in a way that I wasn't expecting and I think that also it's just like the Rolling Stone interview like anything Rob Sheffield does is good I personally think like because I think that he just respects music so much it doesn't matter where you can't live like where you've come from 
Um, and so them acknowledging that Louis was in a boy band, but not, he seemed to be the only one that they were not acknowledging, like, who he, like, his persona beforehand, at least in my opinion. And it was like, oh, like, I know that you, like, wrote this music for them, and then you, like, went on to do this. And, like, do you, like, do you guys also feel it that way, that maybe the media were kind of nicer to him because he was the underdog, or is that just, like, me living in a world where I'm just, like, Louis perfect? (laughs) I think that they they yeah I feel like a lot of people started feeling sorry for him um especially with like his personal life and stuff so then they didn't really want to say anything like horrible to him because then the fans would attack I agree and like the whole whenever Louie was like yeah Harry's this Liam's this Niall's this and then there's me like I remember seeing that I was like oh ouch but then like kind of like what Emily was saying like you don't want to like with the stuff that's going on with his family it's like you don't want to say anything wrong I have one more thing that I just want your guys opinion on um and this kind of so um um I saw <laughs> I saw one of your TikToks about like who had the most like solos in the band and um like comparatively speaking and stuff and Jenna and I talked about this but like at the beginning it felt very much that they were like Liam's a front man like this is who Liam is and then it sort of shifted once fans were like Harry 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 and then like Harry started getting more solos and stuff so do you do you think that like Liam went this weird route that he's gone because he was just like I need to like fully figure out who I am and like I need the fans to realize that like I'm this person beyond this like daddy direction character I've been given because I mean I just remember, like, when LP1 came out and there was, like, that song about, like, cars. That album is so (laughs) ugly. LP1, how dare you? Or Liam Payne, I'm so sorry. I have so much to say about that man. That little light skin act that he's trying to pull is not working. You have no charisma. How are you going to do that? Where are you getting the act? Because it's not there. He, he literally, oh, it's so disappointing. (laughs) Because in One Direction, he was seen as this, like, father figure to the boys. And when he talked about it and he was like, I love this one interview he did do where he was like, you know, like, the hotel room is trashed and management is telling me that I have to control it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's a little much. Like, there's no reason for them to treat you that way. Like, you're not their security. You're not their father. But I think the direction that he's taking he is trying to say that my music that one direction was the catalyst for what i am doing now when in reality like girl you're fine you can make your little dance pop whatever it's called but it just seems like you're trying to make music that was better than one direction and it's not working Mm -hmm. it's not working because all you talk about is one direction and fans always want to say like oh my god he's just trying to give us information no talk about lp1 yeah why don't you talk about that one i think people really only like pay attention to him now just because he only talks about one direction Mm -hmm. and i remember he went on twitter on like a rant like i'm not the only one that was in one direction this that like you can ask them too but then he continues to talk about them and that like opens up the door for other people to be like, hey, Liam, like what about One Direction, all this, that, whatever. And then Liam like starts going back and forth with what he has to say. He's like, yes. actually, we were we were like an office or actually, no, we were like best friends. Oh no, we didn't really talk to each other. Like, what's the truth here? Like, what are you keeping us on your toes, on our toes just so that we could pay attention to you or what's going on? With the, um, with the um, promoting, like the thank you for the, the freaking TikToks that he made and he had the One Direction board. We weren't going to talk about it unless like 
Like why, why include that? It's nothing to do with them. Like you're, you're doing okay. And like saying, like talking about like the special guests for like LP, like the act two show, the live show that he did trying to think oh special guests oh the boys um and i feel like that's why some people kind of tuned in for that the fact that he uses one direction all the time like is his team telling him like hey do you want to talk about your run with them because that's all they really want to hear like that's all they really care about and it's true like whenever he talks in an interview about himself somehow it always goes back to One Direction and being like, oh, well, you know, we had a great time and the band was so fun. But then you're saying like, actually, the band really wasn't what you guys thought it was. And that's the T. And also seeing how fans are like, you can't hate Liam Payne. You can't hate him. You can't not like him. Girl, you like both ways. Do you actually, I've seen fans defend that song. How? Biphobic? No, 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 no. And the fact people are like, he apologized. He said his piece about it. There, I was uncomfortable. How are yeah. you? Like, it's not catchy. It's not. How are you going to sing he wants that? to girl? your it's ass not- in the car. Why do fans think this man is like on a pedestal? Like, he's really not. And like, to compare him to the other boys, I'm sorry. But if you would have told me at like 13, 14 that Liam Payne was going to be where he is now, I would have laughed. You'd be in like, your face. no, Don't you're lying. <laughs> There's always that, like, when Justin Timberlake left NSYNC, he created an album that was kind of like, yeah, I have sex. I need you to know I have sex. I'm a sexy man. Think of me outside of, like, the fact that I was in a boy band. And I feel like Liam didn't make an album and then was posting thirst traps and then made an album and was like, yeah, I have sex. I need you to know I have sex. But I also need you to remember every single day that I also was in One Direction. And I don't know which one's more important to me is if you know I fuck or if you know I was in One Direction. (laughs) No, yeah. Like when he said he was like, I think I make music similar to Zayn, and I was like, that's where you're wrong. I don't He's know like who told you to say that answer. Like me. But <laughs> Zayn talks about sex in different ways. You're straight up saying, yeah, I have sex in cars, and what are you gonna do about it? Nothing, babe. We don't even want to hear about it. It's the way that like Harry Harry went Harry went off into that like route of like, hey guys, know that I have sex too. But like he at least he made like a little a little um, metaphor with the watermelon sugar video. Like, girl, I don't want you to do my ass in the back of the car. No, <laughs> it's so interesting to me because I just remember like at first after the hiatus that like Niall was very much like, oh, like I love One Direction. Like I like I'm their number one fan. And it was like really sweet and wholesome and nice. And like he's never it's not ne- like when he talks about it, he's never seemed to talk about it like for the clout of being in One Direction, whereas I feel like Liam mm. kind of does that. Besides using One Direction for that clout this man needs to keep the rest of them out of his mouth i don't want to hear you say that if harry were to babysit your kid you wouldn't want him to because you wouldn't know what he was wearing first of all i'm sorry you literally lied about your stylist so i don't know why you're talking about style when you have none you're literally taking Niall's style right now with the little pants and the button-ups so where what's going on and like for him to say that i was like girl i don't know if you know who you're dealing Mm -hmm. with i'm not saying that Harry fans should have attacked him or whatever, but to hear him say yeah. that was just really strange. Like, it came out of left field for me. And when he said, like, oh, um, I'm the antichrist of Harry. <gasps> Girl, what are you thinking? What is, <laughs> what is this? We have to laugh. Like, we have to laugh. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's, just, it's just interesting, like, watching 
all of their like career paths following One Direction and like excluding Zane just because he like left earlier like the only two that I was like okay like this 100% makes sense to like my personal viewpoint of you were Louie and Niall because I always just was like Niall's gonna do something that's like a bit like I like what I, I don't even know what style of music he makes it's like pop country I guess but I'm just like it like felt right in my soul and I mean like <laughs> Just to touch on Niall, because I feel like we should just, like, because we talked about everyone else. I mean, like, what did you, was that a common thing to be like, oh, okay, like, Niall, like, like his direction makes sense and, like, the way he's talking and all that stuff, or was it, like, kind of unexpected the way that he went? Um, it was expected. Niall sometimes gives me songs that One Direction would have sang if yeah, they were yeah, allowed yeah. to be sung by them. He kept the same mm-hmm. team. Like, hearing Flickr, which I'm not the biggest fan of that album, hearing it I was like yeah One Direction would have sang this (laughs) yeah and that's fine like go ahead like you're making like your fans love it that's great um Heartbreak Weather was a bit of a turn for him but considering what he did in One Direction I wasn't so surprised to see him string back that guitar and say hey let's sing a couple songs let's do this and that and it just made sense it made the most sense for him yeah I agree I I love Flicker. I think that's well, he was the first one to kind of like quickly like put out music whenever, well, besides Zane, of course, was like the first one was like, hey, I'm making music. And like, to, uh, to this town did really well. Slow Hands did really, really well. And I'm mean, like, I mean, he's happy with what he's doing. And again, on Heartbreak Weather was a turn, but he, like Emily was saying, he definitely put out music that was one direction vibes and i think that's why i kind of liked it most because i was like oh i miss them a lot and so it was like hearing niall kind of stick with it i think that's why fans kind of stuck with him kind of more a little bit his whole persona is just like very wholesome and so him doing something when this whole time he's been speaking very positively about like being in one direction and just like about them in general i feel like it makes sense for him to like stay on that sort of line and I just feel like it's kind of nice when you're like I don't have that much to say because there's like what like what's the reason like he's just being pure and wholesome it's okay you guys kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier but now I want to hear more about it um has your favorite member changed since like the hiatus days um and if so why like what what brought that change Mine has always, mine has always been Louis. Like, well, actually, that's a lie. Like, right when I started, like, right before I started watching the funniest moments videos, it was Niall for me because I was like, oh, the blonde one, he's so cute, haha. <laughs> and then right when I started the the funniest um, moments, like, and I saw how Louis was acting, and I thought he was so funny. But like, mind you, when I look back at those moments, I'm like, you were annoying, babe. Um. <laughs> He, like, ever since then, it's just always been Louie, and it's still Louie now. I was a Niall girl, because I thought he was so cute. I remember I had a countdown for, like, when he would get his braces off, and I was like, yeah, this is the man, this is my, this is the man I belong to. But I, I realized that I didn't really, at points in One Direction, like, you could tell that the vocal ability was just growing, and seeing that, like, as a Niall girl, I was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to do something big. But I think music-wise, I, I relate and I like Harry's music more. Mm-hmm. I just think the things he does with his music, I personally enjoy. But Niall, he's such a cutie. He just lives his life. He goes on Twitter and he just lives his life. No complaints there about that besides the music. 
Kyle, Louis, and Harry have always been like my top three. But like after like the hiatus was announced and they all kind of like didn't really do anything, I like strayed away from One Direction completely. And then it was 2018, like whenever HS1 was released. Well, that was after that. But um, I like I watched behind the album with Harry, and then I was like, yep, digging into Harry a little bit more. And then I just I love what he does, and I love what he does with his music. I love the vibe that he gives off, and I love just how open he is with who he is. And that's what draw like drew me more to him. And that's what I kind of want to like focus on now is just with what he does. I don't know, Jenna, who, who is your favorite and who's your favorite now? <laughs> um, Harry has always been my favorite since day one. I've always thought Louis was so cute and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a Louis girl, but nah, Harry, all the way, all the way till now. Honestly, like before we were doing these One Direction episodes for the podcast, I just like never really paid attention to like what they were really doing now unless it was Harry. Mm-hmm. So I'm like definitely more up to date with what's happening with the rest of them. <laughs> thanks to this podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I'm Emily. My Instagram is at Emily Tiburcio. And my TikTok is EmilyDT. Thank you, Jenna and Sarah, so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. It was so fun talking to you all. My plugs are Miss Ticketmaster on TikTok, Emily Uribe with two E's at the end on instagram uh yeah thank you guys so much for letting me just be awkward and not really like input anything but just enjoy being here i had fun just enjoying and hearing everyone's thoughts um my instagram is Lindsay gillespie with two e's at the end and my tiktok is Lindsay. we hope you guys enjoyed this episode um and have enjoyed our little trip down memory lane with one direction i'm sure that they're a topic that we're going to discuss again at some point because there are never-ending things to discuss when it comes to One Direction. If you want to discuss this episode or any of the episodes with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Name3Songs, the numerical three, just like the podcast name. And as always, if you have beef with me or Jenna, or if you love what we're saying, you can tweet us at at Sarah underscore Fagan and at Jenna underscore Million. The other girls' links will also be in the show notes below. Thanks for joining us on Name Three Songs. Until next time, never let anyone make you feel bad about your favorite band. And you're never too cool to listen to Harry Styles. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when each episode comes out and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. If you want to find out more about any of the things we talked about this episode, you can visit Name3Songs.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.